buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for how you can eat. A weekly comeback of K-pop commentary. My name is Chuck and I am one of the co-leaders of this show. Each week, we take a brand new release and let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, I've got to introduce you to the other leaders of the group. I don't have an intro because I didn't have time to come up with that, so I'm just going to go right at it. Alan Mark, how are you doing? Hello, I am doing okay. Uh, stressful times right now, but we're, we're managing, we're making through it, so yeah. I'm glad that we're here at the very least, so that's this is nice. I know, I... I can't believe 2020 is still happening. It, it's technically 2021, but I feel like it's having a um, a, com- a comeback of its own, if you will. Whoa. <laughs> 2020 <laughs> trying to get that first win. Yeah. Oh, man. I, <laughs> from like the, all the losses that it's got. Just trying to get that one win. Um, and... I do have the the same intro that I have for this co-leader because it's just fun to say every single time. But of course, rounding out the big three is the one that hails from NYC. Steven, how are you doing, my friend? Hey guys, I'm doing okay. Just like what you were saying. Uh, interesting that we picked Wednesdays to record on because <laughs> this year they've <laughs> they've been pretty uh, pretty eventful. So yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Uh, what do you think is going to happen next Wednesday, the day before <laughs> yeah. um, oh, Joe Lord. Biden's oh, inauguration? Who knows? Who knows? Who in the NBA is getting uh, traded? <laughs> yeah, that's re- what's going to happen. I so uh, I thought I thought there was some sort of protest going on, like people dressed up in um, not fatigues, but you know, just their uh, military outfits. I didn't realize it was just a bunch of National Guard people or whatever stationed at the Capitol and oh, just yeah. resting just in case something happens. I, I didn't realize that they were all... I, again, I thought it was like so, some sort of sit-in protest, but I digress. American politics, it's a thing. It's happening. It's affecting us. That's why we're recording on Wednesdays because <laughs> it helps us... Yeah. It helps us um, take a break, mm-hmm. distract us from the the insanity that are Wednesdays in 2021 for some reason. I have no idea. But you didn't come here to go listen about American politics. You came here to listen to K-pop commentary. And this week we have a fantastic (laughs) album, a fantastic EP uh, from a group that I don't really know so much about outside of their, you know, their side gigs in other groups other uh, digital groups. But uh, it was really fun to take a look at this group, take a look at their most recent EP, and I'm going to throw it to Alan Mark after Steven gives us the rundown. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, three. yes, yes. I do have a few uh, few new releases as usual, or back to what we've been doing. But so I, I have five more this week I want to mention. So we had... Kind of an official debut this week from T1419. They actually released a song last year called Dracula, but uh, they're like, I guess this is their full debut called, uh, the, the single album's called Before Sunrise, but the song is called Asura Balbalta, which I think is like saying Abracadabra, but 
Okay, I need I need just a little side tangent, <laughs> a little bit more clarification. So, what does the name of the group stand for? Is it uh, it's to like spell well, it's like the members are ages fourteen to nineteen, so okay. it's like teenagers fourteen to nineteen. Okay, but the the name okay, okay, is it, like T Ilsa Ilku, and that's that's T one four one nine. Okay, okay, I got it now. Yeah. All right, that's all you needed to explain. That. I, <laughs> I completely understand the entire. Yeah, and now you stand. It's T one four one nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's gonna all happen right. next T4 year to them? I know. <laughs> One five two not- zero. <laughs> they all graduate. Just a new group. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, that's a new debut for a new boy group. Um, but we had a couple albums come out the same day. Uh, Treasure came out with a full album called "The First Step." Treasure Effect, the lead single called "My Treasure." So a lot of treasure happening with Treasure. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then Victin also released an album called Voice, The Future Is Now. Their lead single is called What I Said. Uh, and then today, or yes, yeah, today, uh, Yubin from Wonder Girls released a single called Perfume. Uh, it has a music video too, so I still have to check that out. But I'm kind of excited for all the former Wonder Girls members. They seem to be doing a lot. So that's cool. And then lastly... A new single from Alexa called Never Let You Go is coming out this week. Um, but it's under a her persona, Alexa H or Alexa Hart, which is, I think, new for her. Which I was reading, it is the code name for the artificial intelligence, Alexa's emotional side, symbolizing the heart of a human. So, yeah, I don't know if we're going to be seeing, like... A real like everyone leaning into this kind of digital AI concept. I've never heard of this trend being a thing, and it just seems like ever since we did Espa, it's just been nonstop. Um, our AI or like virtualized versions of artists. Yeah, and it's. I guess it's not uncanny. It's just. I wonder if they're going to run into any um, copyright problems with Amazon. And their oh. whole, <laughs> um, their whole, their mm. whole Alexa thing, but it is yeah. a capital X, so maybe yeah. Not... <laughs> oh, got it, got it. They right, had right, the right. forethought to <laughs> <laughs> hit shift on their keyboard that one day. <laughs> Should we change that? No, nah, just it's fine. <laughs> well, thanks, Stephen. That sounds like a delicious menu of specials this week. I'm excited to to check some of those out and for us to even cover them in future episodes. Now, coming back to what I intentionally uh, planned, but <laughs> realized I made a mistake as I was talking. Um, we we have an exciting group, uh, like I said, and a group that I found more about um, from listening to their most recent release. But I'm going to throw it to Alan Mark. Uh for him to give his rundown of today's episode. Yeah, so today we will be going over uh, the EP I Burn by the group Idol. Yes, it is pronounced Idol, but it is spelled open parentheses G, close parentheses, I, 
dash D L E. Thank uh, you. I, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that is Idol. And they are a six member uh, multinational K pop girl group managed by Cube Entertainment. So the group consists of Korean member Soyeon, who's also the leader, uh, Korean member Myeon, Thai member Minnie, Korean member Sujin, Chinese member Yuki. Um, I think in a previous episode, I pronounced it Yuchi because that's how it would be in, uh, in Chinese. But um, in this case, we'll go by Yuki. And uh, Taiwanese Makne Shua. And they debuted on May 2nd, 2018 with the single La Ta Ta. Um, so uh, about that name, <laughs> I just took this straight from Wikipedia because I didn't want to condense this. I, <laughs> I know I wouldn't be able to get it. So in an interview, uh, Soyeon revealed that the name Idol came to her when she was composing the Idol song. So she's also a songwriter. Uh, she sent it to the company and the name was finalized after going through their company's competition. Uh, however, the name received mixed reactions uh, in South Korean and international um, I guess I don't know if they tested that because um, the I guess the characters for it it means children and also idle, which in English refers to someone who sort of avoids doing work stuff like that. So uh, the group was thus named with the G, uh, with the I, the capital I standing for individuality, and the dash to show that the name has been divided into two parts. And the the DLE at the end is a plural form of I in Korean, meaning a group of six different personalities that have gathered together. Uh, when it is called, the inside of the parentheses is silence. Oh, okay. Wow. I still don't get it, but you know what? That's okay. Yeah. <clears throat> we know them as Idol and we love them for it. So there's that. All right, so Idol is also known for creating a diverse, diverse group of sounds through their self-written music. So I mentioned that Soyeon is, um, is a songwriter as well, and she has pretty much written every lead single that they've done and um, has had a hand in pretty much almost every B-side uh, ever since their second EP, I Made. Um, and then since then, they've also had songs written by other members such as Minnie and Yuki as well. Then on January 11th of this year, 2021, they released their fourth EP, I Burn, with the lead single, Hua. Hua? Hua. Hua? Hua? I think Hua. Hua. With its uh, translation as either Anger or Spark. And the opening track, uh, Han, parentheses, Alone in Winter, also connects their 2017 digital single, Han, Alone, with this lead singles concept. And I'll probably go more into that when we actually talk about the songs. Cool. Wait, who, who is, uh, who's in KDA with Soyeon? Uh, Mion. Oh, Mion. Okay. Mion <clears throat> and uh, Soyeon, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, Do man. they have any other side projects like that or? Not that I know of. They're still relatively yeah. new, having only but debuted yeah, only like in 2018. Three years, two years. Soyeon yeah. was in that group with Solgi, Shinbi, oh, and yeah. Chunga. Or it wasn't like they did it that was one like song. A SM Station which, song. Yeah. Right? But yeah. That was cool. They, yeah, that was a one time thing. But that was that was a really cool moment. Uh, yeah. 
I know Soyeon also got pretty popular when because she was on Produce 101, but she ultimately didn't make the group for IOI, I think. Mm. Um, oh. And then she's also had pre uh, idol singles, like she has one called Jelly. Uh, mm-hmm. But other than that, I'm not too aware of what else. Yeah. If they're doing any other side things. Yeah. Nice. I. I don't have much of a history with Idol. Like you said, it, they're a rel- relatively new group. So like La Tata and Han and all these other songs, I'm just listening to them. Or Dum Dee Dum Dee. I'm just listening to them for the very first time this week. And I, I, I definitely concur with the fact that their sound seems to be more worldly. Um, it's... It's they they've kind of honed in on this this one sound and it seems pretty uh, throughout and from what I liked from this album I'm finding that I'm liking the similar things with their old songs so uh, do you guys have any were you guys standing idle before or is this are you kind of, kind of relatively new to the group as well well I'm I'm kind of newish actually even but yeah. um I get I've heard they're like. Their singles, their biggest songs. Uh, so I was pretty excited to go into this because they produced my song of the year from 2020. So <laughs> I, I wanted to see what what they would do with with this. Yeah, yeah. As for me, uh, yeah, I do remember La Tata coming out, um, and I've listened to all the singles. Um, though I wouldn't say that I was I was like a big fan of them. Um, yeah, nothing really stood out to me or I actually especially liked until Lion. Lion is probably my favorite uh, idol song. But um, yeah, I do recall that like they were sort of considered a uh, sort of a monster rookie group back in 2018. And yeah, ever since then, they're just kind of um, just keep going strong with all the different singles they push out. So it was nice really getting um, to listen to their B-sides because I think this is actually the first time I... Um, made an effort to listen to their B-sides. Yeah, same. Sweet. Okay, well, let's let's stop talking about their past and start ter- talking about their past release. Um, <laughs> <God. laughs> you're like, wait, what? No, let's talk about their most recent release because it it, it is nice and short. It's an EP, which I like, and we can, <laughs> s- we can succinctly talk about this release and not have to cover like 12 tracks but um let's just start off with the first song um like alan mark was saying it's were you saying it's a sequel or like it's connected or uh i looked up the lyrics uh so it Seems like a sequel, um, but pretty much. Okay. So, if you were to listen to it, it does go from Han alone to Han alone in winter, and then into Hua. So that's mm, how I perceive okay, the okay. storyline of it. Um, interesting that the first Han is uppercase H, lowercase A N N, and now this one is all uppercase. I don't know if there's any hidden meaning to that, mm. but. I didn't realize that it was a sequel until I was looking through their pa- like their top singles, and I was like, "Wait a minute, 
let me listen to this one. And I was like, oh, that's completely different. And then oh, at once I heard that, then switched over to this song. I was like, okay, I think there's some connection, especially since the parentheses uh, subtitle has a little bit more words of the second song. Yeah. But let's start off with that song. Um, I have some notes, but I, I would love for us to just kind of uh, uh, free will, just start firing off um, things about it. Yeah. That way we can... Uh, we can all stay in the same section mm-hmm. because what I've noticed with this out with each of the songs is there's nice spe- specific pockets for us to talk about, not just you know the overall vibe. I, I found that I wanted to highlight sections, and so um, I thought for the for this first song, let's let's start off with the like the very beginning, <laughs> like just that that almost. Um, I'm assuming it's some minor chord because it's very, very uh, creepy to listen to. It's very like hard. Um, Alaric, you're you're more of the music uh, theorist here. Oh I, God, I, don't I am. Know. <laughs> I guess Lie. so, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you, Tell you, us. you <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know the style of like striking the piano that way, but it seems like with the utmost force you're you're hitting these like single notes um as the intro and it's such a jarring beginning to this album uh, especially with how the rest of the song plays i i just wanted to specifically call that out especially that this there's this one part where it almost feels like they they strike the piano um string or whatever you call them mm-hmm. the piano string and then they almost like bend it at yeah. the same time. Like a pitch bend, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah I couldn't yeah, figure like, that I'd, part out if it was still a piano or these like a keyboard and it was like yeah. a pitch bend thing or yeah. if it's like a completely different instrument. Um, mm-hmm. If it, it was like a like, string. Because yeah. like, like, I know you can do that with like a guitar, right? Yeah. Like, you strum and then you can bend the neck yeah. or something. Unless they like that, opened so. up the piano and bent the That's string. what I'm thinking too. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like they had the little tuning uh, yeah. like wrench or whatever and then straight yeah. up like I mean, it or did something to yeah, it. It could have been done digitally too. But yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know what exactly what kind of chord that was. I just like described it as like like just that intro with like that sort of discord of a mm-hmm. chord with the piano. It just it sets such a haunting tone, um, which establishes sort of I think the entire EP really well, but definitely mm-hmm. going into wah after this intro song. Um, but yeah, it was such an interesting way to like. It felt very theatrical. Um, yes. Yeah. Like my actually yeah my main like thing that I wrote about the song is like. This song feels like a perfect intro or establishing song for like a musical. It feels like mm-hmm. it really tells a story, even if you don't uh, know the lyrics. I feel like just the way that the song was arranged and builds up feels very, um, like it feels like storytelling within the music. Um, but yeah, I know Stephen, you were gonna yeah. say something. Uh, yeah, actually, I was just gonna say how the song it. It's not too like the instrumentation isn't really too lush yet. It kind of really slowly builds throughout and then it still manages to have this really grand sound to it despite mm. not really being that loud or having too much in it. So I really liked the way it built this atmosphere and I even felt like it was a good it felt it felt wintry in a way. Maybe it was just yeah. me seeing the title, but I I just felt there's like a kind of this chill and this yeah. wintry sense to it. 
I was imagining um, a, you know, like a lone ballerina, like a winter, like kind of just snow drop, like not, yeah. you know, not uh, like Nutcracker, you know, mm. like not like the uh, fairy princess or whatever you call it in the Nutcracker, mm. but that the this song was more visual for me than it was sonic, I think. I was, I was trying to picture what kind of movie or sequence i would be listening to this song with rather than actually listening to the song because i feel like it's it lends itself with um it one it was very haunting i mean i'll get to more of that with hua um but i i i just felt like um i felt uh what part do i want to specifically call out it was it was really the, the, to touch upon, uh, touch upon what we were talking about, Alan Mark, about the uh, musical. It, it had a very, very, somewhat. Um, it I, there were moments where, I I was imagining each member of the group like split up on stage, and then like each of the spotlights like lighting all of them up, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, it's it really is this big crescendo of a sound towards the end um which is why i really dug that intro because it it like got my attention immediately and i i wanted to just see where i was going um but yeah it was just very it it was almost sad in a way but very beautiful in that sense um Mm -hmm. yeah uh yeah i also love that as the intro song that it's only two minutes, 55 seconds. So it's long enough to feel like an actual, like full song, but short enough where it's like, this is the intro and you're about to get like the, like, it's really a nice lead in to the rest of the, the EP. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and car. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but also I want to mention since it is Han, uh, sort of a continuation of the previous Han. Um, so just for context, I don't know if you looked up the lyrics to the first one, but uh, it was essentially like a breakup song. Like mm-hmm. the main uh, line that keeps repeating is that I will erase you. I will remove you from like my memories because um, yeah, essentially like that. But for Han alone in winter, um, they sort of come back to that, but say more like the promise I made to erase you all seems to be like a lie and that they keep, they can't get them out of their mind each day. So it's kind of like, in spite of that and trying to move on, they can't let go. So that's why, that's maybe why there's like that sadness because, in spite of that heartbreak, they can't stop thinking about the subject. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. I, I felt, <laughs> I, I only listened to them like together, but it was hard to find. I was trying to see what the connection was, but. It was a little hard to see if there was to yeah. sense anything between it. Um, just because yeah. the other one was just so like, I don't know, big. It's yeah. It's not the, I mean, the original was definitely a lot poppier and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't tell if they were in the same key or not. I feel oh. like wah there might actually be in the same key, but um, I need to re-listen to it and actually check. I didn't try it that hard, but yeah, that might be another like connecting factor. Mm-hmm. I wanted to point out that I wrote the note Evanescence because I just felt Hmm. like I felt like 
I was getting a really big Evanescence vibe, especially with just the lone piano being yeah. the main. Like My Immortal, kind of? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I just, uh, I like to connect songs together and um, especially American songs So that and groups. But aren't they Canadian? I think. I forget. Didn't oh, didn't they win like best new artist and then Fifty Cent got really mad or like he oh, got upset? That sounds like something that would happen. So watch out, Fifty. <laughs> idols, watch out, idols coming. Yeah, yeah. Idol, idols uh, stepping on your toes again. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, it was a great Han was a great intro to this the journey that was the EP and. Uh, leading into Hua, that was a little bit more... Um, I mean, I listened to the song first, and then I watched the music video. So um, I think we can start with the song. I This is where I started getting more of that worldly sense with this group, um, especially since they have, they're have uh, multinational. Um, but this one, I... I'm always a big fan of the reggaeton slash, um, I don't want to say like Bollywood, but it, it had very, like, it was giving me sounds, um, sounds in that matter where, um, it seems like more full of instruments that are pertaining to a certain culture and everything. Um, I, but I do. I will say I do have more to talk about when it comes to the music video. So, yeah. uh, s- sonically, what did you guys think about Hua? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was a interesting choice for the title or li- like the lead uh, single because it was a little more like subdued than what I'm used to from Idol. Um, so it was pretty interesting. I I don't know yet. I feel like I still need mm-hmm. some time with it, but it it's kind of catchy, but not overly so either. Uh, but yeah, so I'm not. I I think it's okay. I'm not. It didn't really strike me yet. Um, yeah, I do have more thoughts also on the video actually. Uh, all right, that, yeah, this. Oh, I, w- I was gonna say this song seems like your your uh, cookie cutter song sung by like Lil Idol or um, uh, who won? Who was that group Camilla Cabello was part of? I forget. Anyway. Just like the like your American girl group, and like here's there, like we're 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 a little bit badass and like kind of vibe. I don't know. Uh, again, the music video gave me way more, uh, way a way different context. But if we're just going by song alone, song alone, I I it was a lot of sounds that I was used to, especially in like the the current EDM pop realm with with again the reggaeton like. Easily, if you just put reggaeton, it's just going to be some sort of like head, head bopper. But um, 
Yeah, Alan Mark, do you do you have any thoughts uh, about just the song itself? Yeah, so um just looked at just on Wikipedia, so I don't know what who wrote this specific <laughs> thing, but they do describe it as a Mumbaton song, like inspired rhythm or song to like, it. Like Mumbai or, or No, it's a so it's a portmanteau uh, of Mumba, which is uh, a track by Suriname's house DJ Chucky and Dutch producer Silvio Acomo. Um, and okay. reggaeton, so that's where that came from. I yeah. not too. It's the first time I've ever heard of that, but <laughs> um, yeah. So that's like sonically, where you know that sort of more Latin inspired, but still house yeah. sounding um, beat comes from. Um, but yeah, the song wise, yeah, I don't have, I don't know if I have a lot of thoughts about it. Um, but I actually did mention. I think I like this more than Han alone. Um, because they both are sort of similar. Um, I think, yeah, I was listening to it again. They are the same key, I believe. So it mm-hmm. does feel like a very continuation, but, um, I like the, like the, this one's a lot more melodic, um, and the chorus and stuff like that compared to Han. Um, so I think I like it for that. Um, but yeah, it's interesting going with like, yeah, it's like sort of that, you know, Mumbaton vibe that I just described, but still using like more um, traditional Asian elements, it sounds like sometimes mm-hmm. with some of the instrumentation. Uh, I think at that last chorus, I don't know if it was like a muted guitar or some sort of like sitar or mm-hmm. traditional uh, Korean string instrument they used at the end, but that sounded really cool. Um, yeah. Uh, my. I guess the biggest gripe, though, with this song, which I think a lot of Idol fans are also discussing right now, is that they're all really mad at Cube because Shua only got, like, less than four seconds of lines in this song. Oh, wow. So the line distribution is not great on this one. Oh, no. I feel like they gave more... um, I I I wanted to point this out because for Steven, his... um, His... uh, His uh, love is for transportation... Right. Um, oh man. That's, okay. Yes. <laughs> it's like a transportation. What? What are you talking about? Um, but in my love is for animal sound effects in these songs. Oh um, yeah. That's, uh, and oh, so that's the, right. that 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 eagle sound that just fires like at the end of each chorus, which is, I love it. I love it. So. Ooh, Chuck, you got to listen to Lion then. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I got. <laughs> let me guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's, fi- a, it's a fish sound. swimming. It's a fish swimming. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i and I'll, I'll talk more about that in the music video but it's just so weird to because uh I, I understand that they were trying to go for a bird's nest with some crows but then it was just weird to hear eagle sounds coming from bird anyway well, um <laughs> i just wanted to point that out okay let's move on to the music video because i think i think i got a better sense of what the album was trying to be with this music video um i did like the juxtaposition of well, it seemed like they were going through seasons, even though it was a little disjointed in the visuals. Um, it seemed like they went straight to winter because that's the whole vibe of this album. But I I did like how the the album is called I Burn, but yet they were giving a lot of visuals of, you know, cold, um, like ice and everything like that. I mean, I think at the end, they, they, they all wear red and they have like fire mm-hmm. flowing in the background. But... Um, I I don't know how I feel about the music video. It also felt like uh I I I mean I guess I 
as as I keep watching these videos, like I'm I'm very notice or I notice very well when it seems like you were probably lacking in budget when it comes to the locales. Like everything felt like it was in a studio. Like like I, I really felt like I saw the stage the whole time in this video. And um I that's what I thought. But um I have other notes, but do you have anything that spoke to you about this music video or that called out to you immediately or you know any immediate thoughts i mean i i just i mean i liked the sets a lot i felt they were pretty well like they looked really they're just as cool to look at and kind of yeah. some sometimes kind of visually just striking uh yeah i liked the the nest that soyeon was in yeah, i thought that too. was a cool shot that. uh and i didn't wasn't even really paying attention to the seasons thing that you had mentioned but like I feel like that is probably what they were going for because at some point they were wearing like green and like floral clothes. Right. So that that was right before the the end where they were wearing red. So I this I think there was really that progression. So I kind no of love for fall. I swear. Oh. Uh, then again, oh. what what is fall to people like se- seasonally? Brown. For us, it's just, just a whole bunch of yeah. brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like the precursor to death. That's what fall is. Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of outfits, I, I, that's something I really did like about the music video. They, I feel like there was a lot of costume changes for all six of them, and um, I loved, I loved every one of them except for the uh, the winter gowns that they started, like the the um, the really flowy, um, um, yeah, the really flowy ones. Because I, the reason why I didn't like it was because they were too they were a little too ring-esque, you know, <laughs> ringu-esque. Mm. Uh especially with the darker hair and like all of them and I don't know, I was just getting that vibe of like, oh, this is like a scary film waiting to happen or something like that. Outside of that, I <laughs> I loved all the outfits. Yeah. I, I think we I, I did notice like they kept the the chains like the face chains. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I mean, we saw some of that last year. So I'm guessing mm-hmm. we're just gonna keep seeing more. Keep going. Yeah, this year. <laughs> well, who's that artist? Um, the cowboy g- hat guy who uh, oh, I who, who does that the chain thing. Oh, anyway, it's, it's really popular right now. I guess. Um, what do I have any other notes? Uh, not a good. Not a good video for dancing, at least for me. I mm. I didn't really. I don't know Idol as a as a dance group, um, so I don't know whether uh, some of their other music videos have more intricate routines. But this one very felt very much like let's pull some Bollywood dance move and then let's just do it over and over again. Yeah, um, a yeah. Lot, I have a lot of uh, about the dancing oh. too. Yeah. So I think just at least from my experience with Idol. They're more known for their vocals and songwriting. I don't know if they're necessarily known as like a strong, like as like a super strong dance uh, group. But I mean, um, they're still good. Just you know, there's different levels that you know. At this point, we we're very used to as well. Um, but yeah, with the dancing though, um, like you mentioned, some of that inspired stuff, like the main chorus dance. When I first saw it, my first pop, what first popped into my mind was. Oh, this is like Itzy. Like they had like Itzy has similar yeah. like hip and arms going that um kind of way dance like in wannabe. 
and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really interesting to see. But I did like the little like bouncy, flowy stuff they're doing at the in the last course towards the outro mm-hmm. when they were wearing yes. the red dresses. I thought that was yes. like a nice touch. Like uh, it's very flowy, is which contrasted with the more rigid movements they had in the earlier parts. Which uh, thinking about it now makes total sense as to this concept um, because. Um, like my notes for the music video are more so connecting it to Han alone. Um, because I mentioned that Han was about, um, both Hans were about like, um, like a breakup saying goodbye and then trying to forget them, but then they actually can't forget them. The Hua feels more like, um, finally breaking free of that and freeing themselves to actually finally be more of themselves or bring back, you know, they mentioned, um, the Hua translates to, you know, anger and spark. So maybe they use that anger and were able to reignite the spark within themselves to be sort of whole again. So moving from the winter to the spring or through fire where it's like nice and bright again. So um, I think that part, I think, you know, just you're describing like going through the seasons. That's essentially like what they do with their emotions as well. Going from a dark, cold winter to a, a uh, nice warm hot spring so nice okay are we all hot out i think so do, do we yeah. want to do we want to take a rocket ship to the moon is that what we want to <laughs> do now to the moon and back um so track number 3 moon I I don't I'm, t- I'm so we're still gonna play what song is Chuck's favorite, but this one this this album was a little bit harder. There wasn't really a standout track that was like very iconically Chuck. Um, so I I have a couple in the running, and Moon is definitely one of them, just because I really enjoyed it, the, the the beginning of a song is. What really gets me, I, I'm a, a chronic, um, like, song AD, ADD ADHD person who, if I don't get hooked in right away, I just skip it and I move on. Um, and for Moon, I I found that in that the very jumpy, playful like synth, the, the one that like, kind of bounces back and forth. Um, I kind of like that. I and it seems like it was uh, all throughout the song, and it, it it was really the uh, the throughput or the the through line mm-hmm. in that entire song. And they would bring in certain instruments, bring out certain instruments. I, I think I was hearing some um, electric guitar at some point, uh, for, especially for the pre-chorus and chorus. Um, but yeah, I I thought this was a very um, multi-layered song i i enjoyed it um and it had very alluring vocals for me i i i I, it was just a it felt a little bit brighter than the path like han and hua so it was just nice again um 
for them to space it out that way to start start you off slow and then like you know kind of build you up a little bit so that's my spiel on moon yeah. i have more to say but oh but yeah for sure no i yeah there's this song i mean you mentioned a lot of like the arrangements with the with the instrumentation that they chose this there's a lot going on in this arrangement like as i was listening to it i feel like that as you mentioned a lot of instruments come in and out they th- I felt like they threw a whole bunch of things into this one, which was re- which was really interesting. Like there was, I was catching new instruments as I each time, right? listened to this. Song. Yeah. yeah, like you mentioned the uh, guitar, electric mm-hmm. guitar, like kind of a lo-fi electric guitar mm-hmm. in the pre-chorus, which was cool. There was like an organ in the second half of the chorus. It's an interesting choice, but um, yeah. So, but this song though, um, I, I like the song as well. Um, this one was actually written by Minnie, not uh, Soyeon. So. It's one of Minnie's tracks, and actually, it kind of felt like uh, a mini song featuring Idol because I don't know if the how accurate this line distribution was, but I saw that she had about like forty plus percent of the line distribution. Um, so yeah, which I mean, her voice fits perfectly with with um, sort of the vibe of this song. So I mean, I yeah, I I'm not gonna blame her for that. Um, I also like the concept of the song a lot, sort of like the moonlight illuminating sort of nighttime sadness or depression. So like that's why like please turn off the light, the the moonlight, so that they don't oh, sort of okay. their sadness doesn't get illuminated. It's like their one time to be alone in the dark. I don't know if that's more of a um, connection back to Han that the Han storyline as well, but I thought that was sort of nice. So. Yeah, when I was listening to this, the thing that stood out to me was the vocals, spe- specifically Minnie's. And I couldn't, I don't really, I wasn't able to really identify members by voice yet. But I had to look up who was singing the the part where they were singing the light, the, where they were singing Moonlight. And that was Minnie mm-hmm. because she kind of has the delivery of like, it's kind of like that indie girl sound. Yeah. No, where, I, was, I was gonna I was thinking that too. Yeah, uh, she has a very like, indie tone. And I I feel like you don't really get that specific or voice or, or tone or color in too too much in, in K-pop. So I really like the way she was singing on the on this uh on the song, and then I had to keep I had to pay attention to the rest of the album because it was just so captivating to me, like mm-hmm. that the, her tone on this. So uh, I also liked the the guitar, just kind of, kind of like sparingly and just noodling in the back. But it was it was cool, the little crunchy, distorted guitar. It wasn't like they didn't. Yeah, like you said, there were a lot of instruments. Nothing really over like. Like the guitar was just in a few parts of the song, and then the organ was just there for a little bit, so it it wasn't it wasn't like muddled though or like confusing. It just mm. seems like here's a good place where we could have this sound now. Yeah, and the outro they too did, uh, also had like yeah. distorted vocals too uh, that sort of added on to the arrangement, which was sort of cool. So that was like another thing where mm-hmm. it wasn't like quite vocals; it sounded like an instrumentation. But if you listen, it's like distorted vocals. So. That's another one. Okay. This is a song that like Calvin Harris or Charlie Puth would have arranged because it has so many elements and only they can hear how mm. everything fits perfectly. Um, yeah. 
Um, guys, we're halfway through the EP. Oh. This is why I love EPs. <laughs> we're, we're almost done Blazing with the album. Through. We're burning through we're, this we're, one. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I caught it. So did Alan Mark. <laughs> It was too. It was too high, bro. Sorry, my internet slowed down a little bit. So, oh. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's Alan time Mark for a be, break. Uh, yeah, that that's a that's that's a good indicator. Um, so we're back. We um, we're back to our normal format. So after the break, we'll have a fun game to play, and we'll talk about the rest of the album. Uh, so we'll see you on the B side. Okay, welcome back to the B-side of this episode. As you already know, we like to play a game right after we come off the break. And this week, it's my turn. And um, you wouldn't know it, but I came up with this game literally 10 (laughs) minutes before we started recording because I didn't realize that it was my turn to come up with a game. So there's not going to be any fun... um, Fun tricks, no cool uh, use of technology. This is going to be a very simple um, quiz game because w- none of us really... Uh, Alamark might know the group the most because he has to do all the research, so he might have an unfair advantage. Um, but this is just going to be a simple guess-who kind of game. I'm going to ask you guys each a question, and you're going to answer without any multiple choice. Okay. Uh, so you only have one shot to get it right. So you have a one in six six chance of getting it right. So um, I have four questions to each and a tiebreaker if we need that. So this is the ultimate G-Idol quiz. <laughs> I think I'll start with... I always start with Alan Mark, so I'm going to start with Steven okay. this time. So Steven... This is not a member question. I just realized that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I I already messed up, but hopefully this this is pretty easy. Oh, great. My lights just flickered a bit. (laughs) Mine did too. (laughs) Great. 2020, (laughs) here we go. Still happening. All right. Question number one for Steven. What are the official colors of Idol? Um. Uh. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. It's two. Okay. One of them is on the cover of Iburn. Oh. Is it red? You okay? And. I'm not gonna give you a hint for the um, second. Um. Red and purple. I'll take it. I'll take it. It's really violet, but oh, okay. Purple counts, nice. so I'll oh, take wow. it. Yes. Nice. I don't know why I thought purple, but that it fits. All right. Question number two. This goes to Alan Mark. Oh no. Who is the leader of Idol? Wait. <laughs> oh, okay. Ooh, I wonder. I wonder if this came across in my research earlier. <laughs> uh, the leader for Idol would be Soyeon. That is correct. That is correct. I should have had Alan Marco first. I'm sorry, Steve. <laughs> it's okay. We're, we're trying to have the decks or the cards stacked against it. No, I would not have. I would not have guessed purple. I would have gone that wrong, actually. <laughs> 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 All 
red and okay. dark red. <laughs> <laughs> red and red. <laughs> All right. Steven, number, uh, question number three. Yes. Which idol member is an only child? Uh, let's see. I have the list. I will say it is uh, Mion. <laughs> Steven? Yes. That answer is correct. Oh my god. Go to baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mion. Okay, Ooh. here we go. Okay. Good guess, good guess. All right, question number four. Alan Mark, who is the mom of the group? Oh, what? Oh my god. Who is the mom of the group? So I uh, basically described this like who I've watched some some idol like like appearances on shows or like just on uh, like YouTube content stuff. I'm trying to think who was the most mom like. Uh, this is tough. You have a one in six chance. <laughs> is it just... Minnie? Is that your final answer? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm gonna say yes because I don't know. It's actually Sujin. Damn it! That was my second chance. Oh, that's my uh, second. <laughs> oh. Damn. Okay. I I'm sorry. Oh. It's fine. All right. All right. I I really should have had Alan Mark go first because this question would probably be more in his favor. But Stephen, question number five: Which member is a fan of LeBron James? Um, hmm. This is really a stab in the dark kind of question. Uh, I was just. Just the, why, why didn't you think this? Who likes basketball? Oh, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh that's. Um, that makes it mini. easier. <laughs> I, I, that's my guess, Mini. I'm sorry, Steven. It's not Mini. Oh. It's, it's Yuki oh. or Yuchi. Man, okay. I actually knew that one. Because, <laughs> oh. Be, because they do they do really like basketball. Who okay, I wasn't sure who you meant by who <laughs> likes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But that makes that sense. Nation. Yes. <laughs> Alright. Alan Mark. Wait, uh What's hold up? on, I gotta make sure I write this. <laughs> Okay. You got that wrong. Steven uh, got that wrong. Steven got that right. Right. Okay. So Steven's in the lead right now. Two questions to one Alamark. Or to Alamark's one question. Alamark, question number six. Oh boy. Who likes watching anime the most? Oh my god. Come on. Oh, man, come on. <laughs> oh god who would be the most uh, I'm just gonna keep guessing many until I'm right I'm gonna guess many <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> Mark. it's Soyan. oh okay 
Uh, my <laughs> strategy for the last question was also answer mini. <laughs> oh. Let's see okay. who I pick. Okay. Premeditated guests. All right. Wait. So what? How many questions are left? There are there are eight questions oh, okay. for each. Yeah. So so if Steven, oh, if you each. get this Got right, it. if you get this right, you win. Okay. Okay. Steven, question number yes. seven. Which member was supposed to debut with Blackpink? Whoa! What? Uh. Ooh. In- I'll guess. Oh man, I'll guess. I'll guess Mini again <laughs> <laughs> because they'll have two time members. <laughs> it is actually. I'm uh, double checking because I just want to make sure I got this right. This person was supposed to be the fifth member. It's a Mion? It's Mion. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Okay. She would be my okay. sixth guess. I don't really she would be know my about guess. Mion, so I don't know. Okay. The score is two <laughs> to Steven, one to Alamo. Right. You oh guys boy. have gotten the past four incorrect. <laughs> so I think it's mini every time. <laughs> yeah. Alamark. Number eight. Which member is a fan of Super Junior? Oh, come on, man. There's two members that haven't even been chosen yet, so I can't oh. just... <laughs> uh, who likes Super Junior? I am going to guess Mini. I'm gonna Don't guess Mini. Don't think too hard. I'm guessing Mini. Alamark. Yes. That answer is correct. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay well just like the oh same predicament we seem to get ourselves into we are now at a tiebreaker oh okay you guys are two to two for two so now we have a tiebreaker this is a alan mark this might be in favor of alan mark i'm so sorry Steven. Uh, but you know what i'm gonna do it this way i'm gonna give both of you guys a chance to answer um okay Let's see, how do I have you answer so you guys don't spoil it for each other? I'll give you, here's your clue. You need both your hands. So uh, you're going to have to produce a number for me. And on the count of three, I need you guys to flash the number. Oh, no. So so it's not the first one to guess, but when I say go, I'm going to see who is correct. Or who was the closest? Okay. Your tiebreaker question is, what place did Soyeon get in the survival show Produce 101? Okay, hide it underneath your camera. 
your 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 finger guess. You have a one in ten chance. I don't even know how many one. members are in 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 Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whenever you're ready. Oh, we can can we do? Oh, it? you're not counting us in. Oh, oh right. yeah, you said whenever you're ready. Oh, no, no. Are you guys ready? Oh yeah. Like, no, I'm saying. Do you guys have your answer yes. like ready to flash? Yeah. yeah. Okay. On the count of three. One, two, three. I'm sorry, Stephen. Alan Mark was the closest. Oh, dang. She got 10th place. Oh, oh. wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, even. Oh, wait. With you, this, should, you should. This is a podcast. You should probably tell everyone what numbers we put. Oh, yeah. I oh, yes. Guessed. I forgot. Four. What was my guess? And uh, Alan put... Mark guessed five. <laughs> nope. <laughs> put up nine. And so Soyon got 10th. Mm. So Alamark wins, even with the cards stacked against him. Uh, I'm sorry, Steven. It's all right. I had a two I, only, I, I actually wanted to guess 11, but I was like, how do I do 11? You might think it's a two. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's the game I came up with in 10 minutes before we recorded. So thank you guys for sure, playing. Uh, I'll come up with a more fun game uh in three weeks but <laughs> look forward to steven's game awesome game that i'm probably gonna have to miss for some reason so <laughs> thank you guys okay. for listening all right let's continue where we left off uh we were halfway through i burn and so right after moon um continuing the trend of incomplete phrases the track number four is entitled Where is Love? <laughs> Probably because you know how Alexa had the hindsight to have the capital X. Maybe they realized that they didn't want to encroach uh, upon the Black, Black Eyed Peas song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where is the <laughs> love? So they're like, how do we how do we differentiate ourselves? It's good for I don't know. SEO. Let's remove an article. <laughs> Where is love? Where is love? Okay. Um, let's start off with that funky, funky bass mm. that seems mm-hmm. to just carry carry out throughout the song. And I think this is continuing with that trend of 2020. This is their, this is their funk slash new disco um, track, and I I will say I liked half of it. I didn't really like the other half, which is the more you know EDM-y, like um, <coughs> chorus where they because like, like, I like the verses pre pre chorus yeah. pre verses blah, blah blah, but I just felt like. It was just a weird um, combination for me, at least. Like, I, I I felt like it was gonna be like from beginning to end my favorite song. That's why it's very hard for me with this album because I really like this one should have been the easy like pick for me. Mm-hmm. But I I found myself not really liking the chorus and just always coming back to the pre-chorus because 
Um, you know me. I like that funky bass and that disco um, roller skating music. So I'm curious to know what you guys think, or what what you guys think about where is the love that the is silent. Is it in parentheses? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. yeah um yeah i think same same thoughts as you honestly with this song like at first when it came in it's like oh yeah okay here's the retro song that is still going on um that that uh that trend's not going away anytime soon i soon i think um but then yeah when i got to that like edm fist bumpy chorus that really threw it for me um because like y'all already know i love like a really funky bass that it's like my thing as is transportation, and, uh, <laughs> um, but public yeah, transportation. Public. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that really threw it for me. Um, like, but the melodies and the verse and pre-chorus were great, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. uh, but I think overall as a song. Um, okay, so I told myself going into this year um, to stop saying I don't like it as much when I really actually don't like songs. I've said that yeah. a lot in past episodes. So I'm okay. just going to flat out say, I don't think I like this song <laughs> simply yes. because uh, of okay. that chorus. But also, I might have mentioned this already before as well. I'm sort of getting retro fatigue already. So um, I definitely won't. Like, as much as I love a funky bass line, um, it's got to stick out to me more than just, you know, going along with a retro-themed uh, uh, concept. Um, yeah. And also, like, Soyeon's rap in, I think, like, the second verse, it kind of gave me vibes of, like, Jenny's Lovesick Girls rap, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't mention exactly. in that episode because I was scared. But this time, <laughs> I will say, both raps <laughs> do remind me of, uh, I don't know if either of you watched Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, but in season one, there is a song called uh, Give Good Parent, and that is, like, a Nicki Minaj-inspired joke song. And... Um, Rachel Bloom's rap in that the first verse reminds me of both of those, both of both of these verses. So take that for what you will. Okay, I, okay, I'll look for that specific <laughs> video. I guess, um, but hmm, I think in general we're all aligned on this song. Yeah, uh, I I didn't really even pick up on it sounding too retro or trying to be too retro i guess because i didn't like the chorus or it was just very meh and uh the the th- only thing i kind of liked about this actually was Soyeon's rap i thought the <laughs> i thought the rhythm was, was cool and then she did a little bit of like internal rhyme which is cool or enough to mm. make me notice it so i i've i've always liked her as a, a rapper i think she's pretty she's very good and I, I like that she does write write everything so uh that was the highlight of this song but not much not much else really i, f- I uh i i got <clears throat> i i feel like they were um saving more of that hard-hitting rap for uh soyeon with these b-side tracks uh because in the next song, I that's where I really liked her rap breakdown. But with this song, um, I I mean it was it, it was weird because these last songs seem to heavily 
rely on these rat because usually with a rat breakdown, it's 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 a change of pace. But they brought them so early on in uh, Where Is Love and Lost, it was kind of jarring for me in that sense too because um, it goes from you know uh, pre verse verse then the cor- the chorus that we all hate and then immediately to the rap breakdown. So it was just kind of like I. It's like they knew that we needed a break from the chorus already, I guess. Mm. I don't know. Um, but I, I I think I'm... It's I can safely say that right now, Soyeon is my old bias when it comes to rappers. Crap, why did I Whoa. say that? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Just... oh, because of our, because of our, next, yeah. our next episode coming up. Oh, sorry, I might have peeked the mic back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's all good, it's all good. Ooh. Um, mm. That's okay. I'm that's also, okay. I'm also after this episode, I'm scared of Steven's picks as well. <laughs> okay, I, I should be be careful not to say I, who I, I like. I'm almost anymore. just tempted to cause chaos. <laughs> like, it's, it's, there's just like there is a huge pool, but I mean, but and I know it's, be- it's better to co- yeah, <laughs> like, it's better to take who, the favorites. Yeah, but okay, even though you don't like them, yeah, I won't but, reveal um, too much. My, my I, I can I can safely say that I really enjoy. Uh, so, because like it doesn't feel um, artificial, like it doesn't yeah. feel produced, um, but you know it doesn't feel it, it feels genuine. Like a lot of these raps, and so mm-hmm. well, I'll talk more about it in Lost. But um, just anytime she comes on, I, I'm, I'm always uh, I'm ears peer, uh, uh, you know, ears uh, ears are uh, listening basically. So just to add on to that really quickly i it feels like the rap sections are not like obligatory as sometimes they sound in mm-hmm. in songs like that's i think that's why i really like luna because they don't really they don't try to shoehorn in or rap every song so yeah. but it, here it just feels like feels natural to have it because it's been consistent throughout um what i've heard it from them at least yeah yeah i mean uh <laughs> I was going to say most of my experience was from KDA. And so like right. to see that it translates to Idol as well is, is great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a testament to like her songwriting in general. She has a, I think for all the raps, she writes them because she's credited as a lyricist for yeah. pretty much every song. So, um, yeah, I think it really comes off really well as a, like as a rap performer and all that. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a big reason why this group does stick out to me too. I think um, along with my kink for animal sound effects um, <laughs> in K-pop songs, I also have a kink for um, sound effects of inanimate objects. And I got a huge like clock tick like oh yeah throughout this song. There's tons of clock ticking, and I, I it was just nice to hear something different than you know a hi hat or something like a, a more uh, common household item. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, it, it's it's a very consistent sound. So it was just it was just something I picked up like after I kept listening to the song over and over again. But then again, like I said, it started off being uh, an easy win, and then immediately fell off the cliff for me. So not that I don't like that funky bassline. It was a good bassline. So yeah, just man. felt like. Like Alan Mark was saying, felt like something we've already heard of. So that's okay, because we're gonna move on to to track number five, is which is Lost. 
start off our discussion by saying my first note is that I think this is Steven's favorite song. Uh, Steven, can you either confirm or deny? You don't have to tell me the actual favorite song or if there is a favorite song, but I just need to, for, for the very beginning, is this the song that was very clear, that, that was clear, uh, clearly your favorite? I will confirm that this is my favorite song. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the yes. same thing too. Yeah. Yay. It was, That's all I care about. That's all I care about. Either between this and Moon, but this, I, I, when I listen to them back and forth, but I, it's lost for sure. I, I, and the reason why I thought that was because the song hits you right away with that very beautiful acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was all I needed to, to hear to be like, that's Steven's song. <laughs> Enough said. It also has what I liked about uh, Oh My God so much. The just very mm-hmm. like solid like drum and nice little groove to to chill to uh, what else? Yeah, the, the guitar immediately struck me. I wrote down guitar question mark I, I don't know what that meant that meant in my notes but <laughs> uh, maybe it was like surprise or like guitar or like very excited i should have should have drawn a smiley actually i'll do i'll draw i'll draw a little smiley face right now okay good yeah yeah okay, but, uh, okay. I, oh yeah <laughs> okay uh yeah actually at the beginning of this song i thought it was gonna kind of continue off from the edm sound and because it, it kind of had that that i don't know that those types of keys that they use that kind of signal this will be EDM, but then it changed, thankfully, into to what it became. Uh, so I really liked that. Uh, but yeah, definitely a lot of things I liked in general about Idol. Again, uh, Soyan has a great verse on this tune. That's a that that's the note that I put. This out of the all the songs, this is my favorite uh, rap breakdown. One because it doesn't come right away, but it comes just at the right moment for the song for me for it to like just switch it up just a little bit, but to keep reminding you. Um, I had another note. I for the chorus. I think the, I think it happened in the first chorus, or it happens on every chorus. But there's this synth, this kind of. Um, I don't know how to. I don't know what words I should use to describe it, but I. It was very reminiscent of. The very first course in Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, I don't know if you uh, <laughs> if that's if that's on the top of your mind or if that's very uh, you know cognizant. But there's a um, in the in, in the song's called Green Hill Zone, and there's a part, not the first part, like not the thing and 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 then it goes like. Okay, I don't know then, what Sonic song you're talking about, but are you talking about the same synth, the sort of reverby synth that is similar to what, in my opinion, was Linkin Park's uh, oh, crawling? Whoa! Oh. <laughs> yes. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I have it. I'm like listening to it right now, and I totally get that. Oh man. Yes, I, I love how we we pulled. You, 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 I pull video games because that's my expertise, and then you clearly pull Lincoln Park because because R.I.P. Chester. But 
<laughs> that is your that is your lane. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's a part in Green Hill Zone that goes like, and that same synth seems to be the same one in this song, and that's I, I that's where like my Venn diagram like collided, and I was like, ooh, and that that's where I really honed in on just the the layers of this song as well. So just to just to catch that after a couple playthroughs was pretty cool um okay alan mark your lincoln park (laughs) yeah um i mean my main notes um i like that this is like kind of low-key an alternative r&b song i liked how that vibe really fit um i thought that this was sort of the cleanest sounding song on the ep um maybe aside from han alone in winter but like just the arrangement and the levels the the Mm -hmm. mixing i think was really nice um Nothing felt too overpowering. Um, I like the softness of the vocals as well. Um, like just, yeah, the vocal direction they decided to go with for this song was um, suited it very nicely. And I think because all of that rolled in together, this song kind of like feels like to me, it could be like a Send Me song, like a, a good Send Me song as well. Um, oh. The intro kind of reminded me of Noir that came out in 20... Was that 19 or 20? I forget, oh. but... Um, yeah, I kind of had that vibe, but yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, I really like the song as well. This one was written by Yuki um, as well. As um, I've, I haven't been saying who co-wrote them with the members, but this one was with Seo yeah. Jae-woo. Uh, um, I don't know. I'm not too familiar with what they've done, but uh, yeah, it's cool. I think especially um, this suits Yuki really well, too, with the alternative r&b vibe because she has probably the most distinct voice out mm-hmm. of everyone in idol she has that sort of like really the lower um like it's hard to describe but once you figure out which one's yuki's voice you'll be like oh that's yuki's voice and it sounds great so um yeah i think it suited her very well and it's a very good song Another note for me is, uh, again, Minnie stood out for me. She had that section at the end. Uh, it was kind of right before the outro. It was like, I think it was an in- all in English. And then I liked her delivery on that. It sounded a little melancholy. And so I really like, she's she's not my alt bias for vocals. But uh, she like has quickly climbed up Ooh. based on this EP alone. Um, and then my last note is that lyrically, this song delivered a, a shuddering thought where it says, I don't want to think about you. I don't oh, want to no. live in a world where I'm not thinking about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's wow. Poignant. Anti- Aristotle, watch anti-climate. out. Anti-climate. <laughs> I don't know, but that that was just the the way they were singing it. I could only hear "chew" when they were saying about you. I, was that that sort of indie tone that you mentioned before with me? Was yeah. If it was, I'm sure she had that line at some point. But yeah, uh, so that's what I wanted to bring up that they mentioned. Oh, chew. good. Yeah, it's on the record, everyone. Never forget just about you. Sure. That's what Steven, one that's about one you. thing you take away from this episode. <laughs> never forget about never. you. <laughs> um, okay. I, we only have one more song. 
Uh, I don't know how to lead us into this song without, or <clears throat> except for just saying it's track number six. It's entitled Dahlia, or or uh, as they would sing it, da, Dahlia. Yeah, there you go. Or when Thank Minnie you, sings it, it's kind of like Dahlia, like <laughs> Dahlia. <laughs> Because she does that thing again, and it's so I, I play it back every time. So it's it's Dahlia with a hard R. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> nope. Uh, nope. No, uh, do not. <laughs> email me only. <laughs> Don't email howyoucaneat at gmail.com. I'll give you my private email if you email us <laughs> at howyoucaneat at gmail.com. Wow! Wow! Okay, track number six. Dahlia or Daliar. Um, this one for me had the most worldly sounds, but it's a very familiar worldly sound. Um, <coughs> Uh, one note that I, I put out, um, one, it had, had big sounds, but uh, another note that I put was that it sounded like it was produced by Major Lazer, because Major Lazer is very international with their sounds. And th this being a very EDM heavy track, um, that was the vibe I was uh, getting. I mean, I love me a good steel drums, but um, it seems very iconic when it comes to. EDM nowadays, just a lot of this. Um, I mean, it's not really. There's not really reggaeton in this one, but the 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 um, the, the the steel drum. I'm, I'm listening to it right now. Like the the. I I, I really like the. Um, to, I really like the fact that they use the steel drum as not only just an, as an instrument to accompany the rest of the sounds, but also. It is the, the the through line for a lot of this song too. So, just 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 putting you in that very light and airy vibe the whole time. Um, yeah, I I think that's all my notes. Okay, I was also listening it because of listening to it right now. I'm trying to find yeah. the steel drum. So, okay, I was okay. I. It, it might it might not be steel joints like exactly, but the, the I think the same, I know like, little like staccato. Thing, yeah, someone's hitting something. Yeah, yeah, it's like the <laughs> it might not even be steel joints, but it's some sort of um, metallic sounding instrument. Mm -hmm. At least that's what they're trying to like a marimba. <laughs> Ooh, a marimba. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but um, I'm gonna go with a marimba. Actually, that sounds like a way better instrument to play for this yeah i um i don't know i <laughs> i that's really um this this for me felt like it would have been a way better single for this album i understand that this this was not the like hua was really the direction they were trying to go with this ep but this felt like the bigger sound like i said this felt like the more produced song at least for me um, it, it, it hit a lot of, uh, um, staples when it comes to a single or like, you know, it's, pr maybe it'll be the second single. Um, but, 
uh, concept aside, I I thought this was this was a a safer song, but enough to sound um, unique. I guess I don't know. I that's my yeah. That's uh, what do you guys think? I think or what what were your thoughts on Dahlia? I kind of felt similar to how I felt about Hua. Just it's it it's an okay song. I I don't. Yeah, I don't enjoy it. Uh, I, I, yeah, it's just kind of okay. But um, when Alan Mark said the last song, "Lost," kind of sounds like a could be maybe a Sunmi type of song. I thought Dahlia, it gave me like Chunga kind of Ooh. vibes. Like I, 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 I could, could hear that. yeah. So that was one thing that that was just one of the things I I thought. I didn't really have too many notes because it wasn't too much that stood out. From this song, mm. yeah. Uh, for me, I think the uh, arrangement-wise, I always talk about like arrangement or instrumental mm-hmm. things. Um, I love the sort of like the muted string. I think, especially yeah. in the chorus. I, at first, I thought it could have been just like a palm muted guitar pluck, but upon more listens, I was like, this could be like a gayagum, which is a the traditional um, Korean instrument as well. But um, yeah, I'm not. Quite, I can't quite tell what it is, but I like it. I like how that mm-hmm. sounds. Um, I don't know what love is Dahlia quite means. Um, I don't know. If, like, could be like both like it's pretty, but has like could like uh, sort of like betray you or something. I don't know. But it felt like I think because of that, thinking about this EP as like a unit along with the concept of Han and Hua that... I wonder if this is like the perspective of like a flashback to when they loved the the subject mm. in the original Han alone, because this sort of does feel like a little nostalgic, um, like has like the sense they use in the reverb feels very nostalgic. Um, this song also has much better line distribution compared to oh. Hua. So, um, <clears throat> oh, good. Yeah. So Shua does get a decent amount of, uh, um, lines multiple times, so she has at least seventeen seconds, which is pretty decent. Um, but yeah, but this is this song was uh, one written by Minnie as well. Oh. Um, Steven, you've been mentioning Minnie a lot this yeah uh, this, for this EP. <laughs> I will say Minnie is my current bias for oh, <laughs> Idol. Okay, okay. I love, I lo- yeah, I love like that everything you said, tone of her voice. No, I generally really like. <laughs> <laughs> I generally really like the uh, <laughs> the songs that she writes to, like um, like Moon. And I will mm. say, <laughs> this is funny going after Steven. Dahlia, I think, is my favorite song from this EP. Um, I really liked it a lot. Um, I think as definitely definitely as a um, ending placement is a really great compared to the rest of the album. And I'll probably go into that more further as an overall. EP, but yeah, Mini uh, collaborating with Breadbeat. I don't know much about them, but they do collaborate with um, Cube artists mostly. Okay, so makes sense. Um, yeah, but I really like the song. I would say it's my favorite, um, and yeah, it's uh, yeah, really good. <sighs> okay, well, that's a that's <laughs> a really great way to end our discussion about this album or uh, all the individual tracks, at least. Well, we we like I said, we are at the end, so it looks like our fun is closing up soon. Um, but we do have one last call, so I'm curious to know what you guys feel about this album, the CP, and Idol uh, in total. Um, uh, mm. Alan Markey just talked. What about you, Steve? What are you? I what are you? Uh, 
just feel like uh i think my my main takeaway was that i really want to pay attention to them more i feel like soyeon is going to be a very a lot more prolific and influential in the industry as she continues on because i think she is going to be writing i feel like she's going to be writing for more people uh it doesn't i don't know if she's branched out much into other types of entertainment like if she's been acting or anything but i think like she's just so talented she's musically like a quadruple threat i i don't think she like even that. needs to I, I unless she like she can I, and i'd be happy but i feel like she, she i feel like she's kind of destined for kind of k-pop superstardom yeah. uh, even she's been even though she's been around in a couple years but they i don't know it's, she stands out a lot to me um but then again this is where i got to notice individual members like many so uh yeah i i still i was happy with the uh, my my favorites on the album moon and uh lost but uh it se- kind of just seemed like they had these songs that they wrote and they wanted people to hear them so they had this so they like released this this ep i, I don't know how far in advance they announced it but i i'm so glad that they're just like putting out music and this so i kind of want to just keep listening to them and just follow them deliberately less than just yeah. clicking on them when i happen to see something but right, right. yeah definitely on your <clears throat> radar um alan mark what about you are you uh are you gonna stand idle or have you already been standing idle or is it um I don't know what the precursor to Stan is. Yeah, I don't know. Well, well, I think it's still a wait and see for me. Though this EP was a very good, um, like a very good, like deeper dive into their music. Because um, at least when I first started knowing Idol and listen, like seeing them, I just mostly thought it was like Soyeon and others for a while. Especially since she did most of the songwriting. But it's nice seeing like other members shine, like. Minnie and Yuki with their songs like those three songs are probably my favorite three songs on this EP um, so it's like nice giving like seeing them shine a bit more as well um, and then this EP in general too I just like it as like it's a very suitable winter album to me with it's like very dark tones overtones and like kind of heavy sad girl vibes to it as well mm. um, like I think overall it sort of like gives me vibes of like Laney and love kind of like sad boy music but this is like sad girl music so um yeah i mean yeah i think i am more interested in checking out their older eps to see if i want to if i do like those uh b-sides a bit more uh in retrospect but i mean they've really caught my attention with the song lion and um like i think lion is is a top tier k-pop song (laughs) so um yeah, this is sort of running that same wave. Because um, I didn't like so much, like, um, like in the middle of 2020, like, Dumb Diddy and that stuff. But mm. um, I do like it when they go more, like, darker, heavier concepts. Because, um, yeah, as I mentioned, because of the songwriting, I feel like there is an earnestness with the music. And it really shines with this kind of style. So, 
Yeah, I'm curious to see what they do more, though. I also, props to them for always diversifying their style and music as well. So yeah. it just means that they could do a whole lot of stuff. Before I give my final thoughts, what song do you think is oh. my favorite? Yes. Oh, damn, that was tough. Okay. Steven, go first. <laughs> I will go... Hmm. Hmm. Oh, wait. <laughs> and because we never agree <laughs> on favorite never songs. Never do. I'm going to say maybe it's this time, so I'll say Lost. Uh, okay, I'm going to... So I'm between two. One was Lost, but I'm going to go the different direction. Because one episode, Chuck did say... <laughs> uh, if you... If you're not sure, just always go with my yeah. choice. So no. I'm, I'm gonna say Dahlia. I'm gonna say Dahlia. Oh, we picked our own. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I'm just gonna take these off because I know. It's neither. <laughs> oh man. It's Han. It's where is love? It's where is love? <laughs> Dude. Guys, I really did like where is love. I was just. Uh, punkin' y'all. No, it's actually Moon <sighs> Spam. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. You're, you're, you're on the right track, Steven, just not the, uh, okay. <laughs> the lane you need to be on. So, sorry, yeah. guys. Uh, sorry. Thanks for playing. Um, but overall, I, I agree with Steven. This, I mean, Idol was already on my radar. Like I said, not even through Idol. It was through KDA. Um, and really, Soyeon's the one who um, as you guys already know, and will probably steal in uh, first round for me. Um, she she stood out in KDA for me. Like she was always the voice that I just always gravitated to and wanted to listen to her part. And same thing goes with Idol uh, or with these tracks. I I I, I really like. I mean, Moon. I don't think even has a rap breakdown. But um, so oddly, it's my favorite song. I don't know why. But um, that's why I like the B sides more. Is because. Either um, she was letting the other members shine through the first three tracks, and then you know she carried on with um, "Where's Love and Lost." But I, I'm based on this EP alone. I, I was giving them the de- um, I was I wasn't giving them enough credit um, as far as like a group goes, and so this this really um, just like we did with twenty twenty. I was going back to their old stuff and finding little nuggets from their past uh, releases and realizing that this is a very strong group, um, very uh, diverse, not only in um, nationalities, but with uh, uh, vocal abilities. Um, I feel like, uh, especially in Han, you're able to have um, not only a crescendo of voices, but also just like a nice layering of every, like every voice seems to suit it seems to uh, uh, lend to each other very well, and then they also like um, they also combine to create a very like beautiful sound. And so I, I think uh, the uh, the creation of this group was um, very smart, and I am very excited to listen to them more. I I don't know if I'm necessarily going to be like okay now I'm going to pay attention all the time, but I'm I'm definitely going to 
um, at least have my my eyes open with them, or at least be on the lookout somewhat. Not not really searching, but just um, to 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 stop uh, more often than I do, which is zero now. So um, <laughs> not, not really a there's not really a a bar to uh, to set, but um, but yeah, I I it's Suyan. Like it's just really it's it's it makes sense why she's the leader. It's it's definitely I always thought it was her show, but it's nice to know with this EP that it's she's able to really come as a group um, and just kind of lets everyone um, play to their strengths. Except for what's her name who who only had like four seconds. Uh, Shua. 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 Yeah. Um. Everyone except for Shua, I guess. So, yeah. Well, she uh, is listed she, as a visual, at least, so get the visuals yeah, from her. That's true. That is true. That is true. Well, uh, that about wraps it up for this episode. Um, thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Uh, please make sure to check out our other episodes. We've covered a lot of tracks, uh, or sorry, a lot of uh, uh, releases for within the past like five months or so. So there's definitely give those. There's no you can listen to them at any time. So if you're finding out about these groups or these releases a little bit after their release, uh, it's it's definitely worth the listen because um, we don't stay topical. We stay very, or sorry, we we we're, we our our episodes transcend time. So <laughs> you can be listening to them five years from now. It'll still be relevant. I feel like so. Make sure to check those uh, episodes out. And uh, also leave us any ratings or reviews. I don't know what we have on Spotify or anything else, but I know we have two five-star reviews thank on you. Apple Music. <laughs> thank, and, you. Uh, so thank you. Thank you, Mom. Uh, <laughs> and thank you. <laughs> thank you, Mark, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> So, uh, so we can just call him dad. He's the dad of the podcast for sure. (laughs) Uh, but you can also leave any reviews. Um, we also love feedback. So if you, if you're finding like we should talk about a certain group or, uh, you'd like us to cover more aspects of a certain song, you can leave us feedback on all of our socials at how you can eat. And you can also email Steven. It's not Steven's email, but he's, just like a telephone operator uh, for a fundraiser, he is <laughs> waiting by the uh, Gmail, uh, like raring to um, answer all your uh, questions. So you can email us at howyoucaneat at gmail.com. Yes. Oh, boy, what an episode. I had a lot of fun with that one. I like these these smaller ones. It's it's just easier to talk. I don't feel like I'm brushing mm-hmm. so much with with, uh, with my critiques. I, I don't have to like like just bullet point everything. Like you can actually take the time. So I appreciate you guys for taking the time to talk with me. Uh, this is it was a lot of fun. Here we go, 2021. It's it's a nightmare out there, but hopefully. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully with these episodes, you're uh, taking a little bit of a, a break, um, which you should. To, and then you can go back to Twitter <laughs> or whatever you want. Um, so that about wraps it up for us. It has been um, our pleasure being your leaders. Um, until next time, so long, stay safe, 
and we'll see you next week. See ya. See ya. Give Shua more lines.